Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Be seated. And I take this off because I had a negative COVID test yesterday and didn't go out of the house after. From the prophet Elijah, we hear, I've had enough. I can't take this anymore. I haven't made a bit of progress. I'm the only one who cares, so I give up. Anyone feel that way some days? In case you doze off or if there are any young ears, know that we are not giving up and that this thing called life and ministry that I do and this thing called life and ministry that you do is because Jesus is the bread of life who feeds us. He's our redeemer, our sustainer, and those create, who created our lectionary meant for us to hear this message loudly and clearly for five straight weeks. By the end of August, we will have been in John chapter 6 for five weeks. But for just these few moments, I want us to take a look at that story that Pierce just read from 1 Kings. Elijah is having a moment and can use a little bread of life. The New International Reader's Version translates his words as, Lord, I've had enough. Take my life. Then the text tells us he lay down and fell asleep. The man needed a nap. Now, it should be noted that Elijah's bout of depression, as so often happens, comes on the series of powerful successes. Elijah's been on a long journey where he's beaten the prophets of Baal with fire coming down from heaven. The drought in the land has broken. He's fled for his life from the infamous Jezebel, and adrenaline is flowing. It's pumping. Then we get to our passage where we witness Elijah having a meltdown. It happens to the best of us. As I read this story, I could not help but make parallels to the journey we have been on together during the COVID crisis and the meltdown I myself had this week. We have mourned the death of loved ones. Some have described financial ruin over losses of jobs. As you're able to see all over Wilmington, many businesses didn't make it and are now closed. But we prayed. And we prayed, and we prayed. Then the news came. The race for the vaccine had been won. The one, the very one we prayed for every week, right here and every day on morning prayer. With it came the return of jobs, the stock market, the ability to take off this mask and worship freely, even to sing, to visit in one another's homes again. I recall text and email threads pointing folks to the nearest vaccine slot, even if it meant driving for two hours, to an area where they had some. 
one particular night, we were on a Zoom faith formation class when somebody excitedly came on and said, there's slots left for six more minutes. I immediately pointed, texted someone who I knew was looking for it. They got on, they got one. We shared Zoom high fives. And it was the body of Christ at its best. Just one beggar showing another beggar where to find the bread. Manna had fallen from heaven, and the push was on to get the vaccine into as many arms as there were doses available. I and many of you who are in the medical profession had it in our arms literally hours after it was available. And now, barely six, seven months later, we find this virus spiraling out of control. 51% of us is not enough to stop the spread. In the context of our gospel lesson, Jesus has fed the 5,000. He's walked on water. He's taught them about food that gives life if they will only believe. But naysayers have chosen to grumble and complain. Who does he think he is, saying he's the bread of heaven, came down from heaven, bread of life came down from heaven? He's the carpenter's son. Who do those people think they are telling me to take a vaccine? There hasn't been enough time for long-term effects. That's true. I know other vaccines have had more research, and there are some that should not take it for extreme medical conditions. But I can't help but wonder where any of us would be if in the 1950s the majority hadn't taken the polio vaccine, not to mention all the others, measles, mumps, rubella. Definite risks but they did it for the good of the whole. This week, I called three different skilled facilities where many of our parishioners reside, either for rehab or permanently. One by one, along with our hospitals, are going back on lockdown. One parishioner wrote to say she could no longer receive visitors and they were isolated in their rooms again because two unvaccinated workers tested positive for the COVID variant. Aging and infirmed people isolated once again. As I prepared this message this week, I recognize I was a bit on a war path and perhaps resonated just a little too strongly with Elijah. You should have heard the first draft. But in the end, I recognized I was grieving. And it wasn't just because of COVID. I won't lie. I cried out, oh Lord, I've taken the middle ground on almost everything. I've taken the advice of Bishop Wright from Atlanta, who says he watches Fox and CNBC and CNN and everything in between because his parishioners watch all that. 
During the election, I worked tirelessly to keep politics out of the pulpit and off of morning prayer. Through sacred ground, the main goal has been to provide a safe environment to all sides that could be heard regarding the racial tension in our midst. I have implored all sides to see just a piece of value from the other side, but I'm worn out. I'm not ready to do COVID again. I don't want to put this mask on, primarily because it can be avoided. Now I realize I am mostly preaching to the choir, since I'm quite sure that those of us in this place represent way over 51% of our vaccinated state or 53% of our county. And I don't want you to fight over the dinner table with someone who hasn't taken the vaccine. Jesus said, don't grumble and complain among yourselves. But I do lovingly invite or ask you to invite those you love not to view the vaccine as political, but to ask God, not Fox or CNBC or any news media, ask God what freedom is, not only for you, but for others. Because we live in a time where our freedoms to choose no longer affect just ourselves. Jesus says, everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. I am the bread of life, he says. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. Even if all 100% of us take the vaccine, Someday, we will all physically depart. I'm just hoping for a fuller life while we're still here and to leave it better for those who have come after us. Jesus has fed the thousands, proved his abilities, but in the end, still many don't believe. So just as the angel offered Elijah the bread of the bread for strength for his journey, Jesus invites us to come to this table where we too will find strength in the bread of his body. And it is here where I lay down any residual anger. It is here that I, that you, are invited to choose to follow Jesus, to listen to God, and to your heart as we receive the body of Christ, the bread of heaven, which is really the only thing that matters.